This is Spiritual Superhero Podcast. Find your unstoppable contrarian views on spirituality and society. I'm Brandon Kniefel, a licensed spiritual counselor, holistic health practitioner, author, astrologer, and clairvoyant medium. Join me weekly with powerful guests, tools, and information so you can become the hero of your own universe. We're back for the, I think it's the fourth episode uh, uh, of Crystal Queer. I can't believe we made it this far. It's a triumph for us. Uh, I'm Darren Dillinger, the uh, queer seer. Hi, everyone. It's Brandon Kniefel, the rebel mystic. And, well, you know, since we've last talked, <laughs> the world has shifted fucking again. Welcome to the apocalypse, everyone. This time, not caused by an invisible disease, but by a very visible act of violence. It's, I like to call it the stage six of Jumanji. <laughs> Which is completely cuckoo, and you don't know what's going on, and you wouldn't be surprised if a gorilla just fell out of the sky. Which is, which is, based on, which is kind of actually what happened. Um, a gorilla kind of fell yeah. out of the sky. <laughs> like, it was, it, was like, it was like something like we never thought that we'd have to address happened. But before we talk about our topic, which is the eclipses, well, one of the eclipses, because there's three of them, um, that we're in uh, Black, Lives Ma- uh, move- Black Lives Matter movement, we're going to talk about our predictions in previous episodes, particularly the one that Mr. Kniefel himself actually predicted that came out yesterday. Go ahead, take it, Brandon. What is it? Well, I just, um, uh, like, um, maybe like three, four weeks ago, I just kept on seeing bunker, bunker, bunker. And yesterday was announced that Trump went down into the bunker for his safety because of the White House was um, pretty much being um, uh, bum-rushed by the protesters. Uh, They were able to like restrain them and keep keep them from advancing into the house. But, you know, it's, it's, we're in a time that this will happen frequently. And this is not the only bunker situation. I saw a greater bunker situation, which leads me to believe that there will be mayors, uh, police chiefs, and potential and possibly governors that will start that will have their turns going to their own protective bunkers as the Black Lives Matter uh, protests and riots escalate. Because I guess I'll m- make another prediction: it's going to escalate. Oh yeah, we haven't seen the worst of it. Yeah, uh, and I th- go, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead. And I. I'll just say this prediction too. I I have a very like ominous and somber vision that Wednesday or Thursday. So if you're listening to this, you're probably it is probably Wednesday. Will potentially have some kind of bomb or something similar to it in America around this protest. And if it's not a bomb, it's some huge bombshell that will shock everyone. I, um, I totally see that happening, but I also feel like this is going to happen until 2021 or longer. <laughs> this is like this, yeah, like, <laughs> and, and my, my prediction is, since he's talking about the White House, I, a couple of days ago, Actually, not a couple of days ago. Actually, this afternoon. What am I thinking? Uh, this uh, this afternoon, I was uh, walking and I was talking to my friend, and she's just like, "Oh yeah, Donald Trump went to a bunker," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then I keep saying that you know our elections are not happening. Our elections not going to happen. Something's going to happen. And all of a sudden, I saw the White House being set on fire, and particularly people raiding the White House before they kind of set it on fucking fire, and they're like raiding like you know like artifacts like. Abraham Lincoln's room, they're taking a painting, you know? Like, it's, it's really weird because when I saw this, they were walking by the painting of Obama. 
and, and, and Michelle Obama and no one would touch it. Like no one, like they, they, everyone stopped and looked at it. You know what I mean? But no one, no one vandalized anything that was a good president to them basically. But that, that like, I don't know if the White House is totally gonna burn down or if it's going to be partially burned down, but this, I feel like it's the end of democracy. Like this is the end of our presidencies. You know what I mean? Because people are going to be outright. This feels like we've talked about this. I feel like Trump will be the last recognizable president of the United States. And by recognizable, what we recognize as a president. Did we talk about last time how when that happens, we're going to have an interim um, like jury council that will run the show? Well, we did talk about it, but it was at a podcast that wasn't aired. <laughs> it was in another podcast that we filmed that we haven't put out. Yeah, we, we had technical difficulties on a podcast that we recorded. So we'll try to work the information we talked about into this one. Yeah, so you, you, you did mention that we were going to have an interim president. And, like, and, like, and it's going to be like, it's not going to be just like one person. It's going to be like, I think you said like three or four. It's going to be like a rotating West Hollywood uh, mayor, basically. West Hollywood city council members, there's five. And they just take turns every other year. Mm-hmm. being uh seated as mayors or it's like you know how like in sci-fi like fantasy movies like they have like a galactic council and it's Ooh. like different species yes okay and then like they all have say um i think that's what it's gonna be what it's gonna feel like i think you just like i think you just touched on star wars honey because like people are like you know senator palpatine palpatine or whatever he turned into be darth sidious and the way he did him he was corrupting uh, the Queen Amidala, who's my girl, because she had all that fierce makeup on and shit. Um, but like, Asia of the sky, she was. And then, <laughs> then, but then, because she's a little messed up, she was like 15 years older than Anakin or something. Like, she literally met the man of her dreams when he was like nine years old. And I'm like, not unlike the Twilight series with um, Jacob. <laughs> oh, that's like that's even more messed up. <laughs> like, but that's on topic. Back on topic, well, we also addressed, I also addressed, uh, I don't even know if it was on Crystal Clear podcast or it was my podcast, Spilling the D, um, that I was talking about martial law, about how martial law was coming into effect. And guess what happened? What, four days ago? Wait a minute, it was Saturday. We all started having curfews. Like, it's a nice way of saying, you got to stay inside, you have martial law. And every day, it changes. Like, so it's always 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And then all of a sudden, like, 5.30, or no, like 4.30, you get a text, or like a national text that says, everyone has to be inside by five o'clock. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, I can't get home. So I believe this martial law thing is going to get worse. Like, I believe that it's not going to be like, we're not going to have the 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. We are literally going to be like, Britain mentioned factions. Like, we will have factions that says, we can go out on certain days if our name starts with this and this and this. You, and that makes more sense. It'll be like, Okay, so to control order, people that live on this street in this community goes to this goes to these stores on these days. So I think that Mr. Kniefel might have a a, a say to that. Anything yep. else? Um, and that's interesting. I said factions because of the Divergent series. So they have these people that live this type of life and this people right. that live this type of life. Yes. But right. I don't want to confuse it with like political factions where <laughs> under one like government, there's like people who like try to control and try to get power. It's more like assigned groupings. Okay, you're talking to Darren. I didn't even know there was a difference between the two. <laughs> I'm like- I didn't know it until I realized that, oh, factions, is more of a political term in Divergent, this Divergent series just confused me. Okay, because when you said factions but originally, and I never told anyone, I thought you meant like fractions. And I'm like, you mean like right. that? Right. I was like, <laughs> they're very close. Like we're gonna be frac like we're gonna be fractured as a society, to be honest. Or or we're just a fraction of society. Ooh. Did you see what uh, I did there? We are a fraction of consciousness, that's for sure. Oh, we're getting deep. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, we're getting- one more I do want to reiterate the prediction that Darren 
myself and another friend had all around the same time is during this craziness, along with COVID and riots, we're going to have earthquakes on the West Coast, big ones. God bless. God bless. God bless. <laughs> I mean, not God bless. I mean, God willing. <laughs> okay, I literally was telling, I was telling someone today um, in line at Trader Joe's, I was like, do you remember that movie 2012? And everyone thought it was like stupid and horrible. They're literally going to make a movie called 2020. And like Barbara Walters is going to narrate it just like Morgan Freeman narrates half of the movies. And then she's going to be like, I'm Baba Watos, and this is 2020. Or this was 2020. Like, I literally say, if Britney Spears can survive, like, Britney Spears was literally predicting 2020. She shaved her head, COVID, right? She yeah. had mental, she was, had mental institution problems, like mental problems, so she was institutionalized. We're institutionalized, basically. She went after the media. She was going lashing out. Literally, if Britney Spears has survived 2007, I know I know deep down that we can survive 2020. Like, that's the thing. Like, there's people like Brandon and I that are, no, like, we're like, we're not going to overreact. We're here to hold the light because people are going to go apeshit crazy because there are some people that are, quote, unquote, spiritual. I'm calling them out, Brandon, that have lost their shit. Like, they're like death and destruction to all of us. And I'm like, where's your spiritual side at? Thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. <laughs> because it's... The interesting thing is that this leads us into the Black Lives Matter. Let's um, go. Let's get into it. Okay. So, so. <laughs> there's literally, um, like, probably three things that are happening that are common for the spiritual community in regards to not being on board with Black Lives Matter. Right. <laughs> okay, so the first one, and I'm not saying people need to be on board. I'm not saying that it's the truest truth. For right now, I am definitely supporting it. Go. But I don't know anything for sure and things could change. That's cool. So number one, Spiritual community members are often spiritual bypassing this. So it's Thank you. It's basically like they're just still posting like nothing is happening or they're saying, everyone, we just need to embrace light and love. Light and love. Um, and we all know how I feel about that phrase because it dismisses doing the work. It dismisses the idea that there's shadows, like in the literal shadow that we're working with right now is racism. And you get to light and love, true light and love through the shadow. Well, I, while you, I didn't tell you this before the podcast, I actually got a screenshot from one of our old friends. Um, and he, uh, well, no, no, one of my friends, but she follows this old friend of ours. And he was spiritual bypassing um, people and saying that they should not be saying, um, uh, they, they're, they're chanting certain words. And they're, the, the, this person said that chanting these certain words when you're protesting is actually manifesting more of it. Like you should not be doing, you should not be using your voice. Like <clears throat> that is like, and I was like, this is kind of funny that this person shares this, this thing with me when you said that, cause I was like, wait a minute, that person was like saying that uh, it was something, we have no breath or I can't breathe or something. Mm -hmm. And this person was, and this person said, don't say that. You're not allowed saying that because you're manifesting no more breath. And I'm like. Well, and it's interesting because you know how I feel about manifesting. Right. I'm, I'm very, very clear on the law of attraction mm -hmm. and how it works. If you are, in spiritual alignment with whatever you consider a higher power, then you will receive what is in your highest interest and best interest and highest good. So I'm not interested in the idea that I can't say these words because I will put a spell on myself. Right, right. because you don't believe in the law of attraction. You believe in the law of alignment, yes. which, is, which is totally 
different topic. But, oh, so. but like the law of attraction, yeah, it works. But what you're going to get is often what you don't really want or need. And it requires you to level up to that that you asked for in order to keep it. For instance, people will win the lottery, but the majority of people who win the lottery go bankrupt because they attracted something that they weren't in alignment to like hold. Perfect example, my father, they, he, he, no, his work won the lottery, okay? Yeah. They all got a distribution. I never saw the money. Don't act like, I'm not your sugar daddy. Don't come for me. Uh, I don't have any money. Um, but anyway, he got a certain stipend every year and they decided to take, my dad decided to take all of it at once at the end of like 2000 and he didn't know what to do with it. And they lost it. They used it on stupid shit, first of all, and they lost it. And then they got into financial problems because they weren't aligned with what they have gotten yes. so brandon like we have fact and proof or wait i don't know we have that what are the other two uh topics that you were talking about you said the first one was uh spiritual bypassing yes yeah, the so other two are there's a spiritual bypassing and it just looks like saying just to reframe it it just looks like if i acknowledge that this is happening i'm giving power to it Mm -hmm. no girl it's living in your subconscious mind your unconscious mind so okay. honey it's there already in you so you might as well address it and get to the healing <clears throat> okay that leads into spiritual community members experiencing white fragility Ooh, so, i don't know what this is speak so speak honey so what that looks like is white people in the spiritual community saying i agree that racism is bad but it's actually terrifying that it's getting violent as, what? as like they're like you i don't support the police brutality but no one should be um being dis like destructive or inciting violence now mm, now I'm, 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 I'm gonna explain that a little bit and then i want to hear your take got you so what what that says is i i'm gonna kind of acknowledge racism and the violence perpetrated toward these people but i'm gonna start speaking out when the people who are actually oppressed and brutalized start to get aggressive which is racist in itself, because they fear black people taking their power back. Right. They want the black people to be docile and just, you know, be love and light again. They want no black people are black people. My like, I love black people. I was raised around black people. Uh, first of all, I'm going to say this just for my sanity. I'm not a person of color. I can only speak on my my personal experiences with my friends okay right. i'm not you both I'm, experience white privilege yes so i i, I don't want to take away from their rights i don't want to take away from what they've experienced i don't want to take away from how they're feeling every day that they have to live with just because they're black or latino or whatever color of skin that's different than white i don't know what that's like okay right. so i, I want to say that but the thing is my my family member, I shouldn't even say this, but my family members have came to me in the last two days and said to me, I don't understand why all lives matter. All lives matter. And I'm like, you don't understand why it's not all lives matter. It's black lives matter. Because, and they're like, well, I don't understand why people are getting upset and destroying shit. Like it's their own stuff. Why would they be destroying their own shit? I said, imagine a five-year-old kid. You are yelling at this kid. You know, you can't say this. You can't say this. What is the kid going to do? Eventually, they're going to act out because their voice cannot be heard, okay? So the, the kid has to get their, their needs met. They, the kid has to, I'm not saying black people or people of color or kids. I'm just using that as a, a comparison that when kids are put into a corner or anyone's put into a corner, yeah, yeah anyone, no matter what age, gay people, uh, women, whatever, they will fight back. They will, they will act out in a different way so that they get the attention that they need. And they will cause 
a scene. If people aren't listening to their pain when they quietly or politely talk about it and it keeps happening, they're going to be like, maybe I need to say this louder for the people in the back row. Right. What you and talked about was so, so important because the all lives matter is frustrating because people often don't understand. Even there was this woman who runs a spiritual community in Florida. Okay. And like, Light and love, all lives matter. And, and I'm like, yes, of course, all lives matter. But you're detracting from a specific concept. And the concept is Black people have not been treated equal in our country. Ever. In fact, they've been the last um, ethnicity and race to get equal rights. So they were restricted, like actually restricted legally from uh, having a say in production in our society. So starting off, they are not perceived or treated equal in America. So when you say all lives matter, you say we all start off with the same piece of the pie and we all matter. Right. But black people get a sliver of the pie and white people get the rest of it. So what this means is that we don't need to work for equality for black people, we need to work for equity. And equity means in terms of social justice that some people will have different needs based on historical and um, uh, historical uh, things that were done to them or things that are affecting them in their everyday life, like disabilities or racism or um, things that just have been oppressing them. So equity is saying not everyone is equal and in order to get people to be okay in this society, we need to look at each sector individually saying, okay, maybe you don't need this that these white people are getting because you actually need this instead, which is gonna be a larger piece. So for instance, a white private school is not equal to a black public school in uh, inner city. So the, if we're to say they're equal, well, no, because the white private school has all these trappings and like privileges and things that they can do and explore in the education that they can get, where the black school might be underfunded. So the equitable route would be to give a larger pr proportion of money to that black school so that they can catch up mm -hmm. the white school. So equity allows people who have been mistreated, underrepresented to catch up in a way that is, meets justice where it's at. Because justice is looked at on a case-by-case -case basis. And if we look at all lives matter, then we will just naturally ignore the black people again. Right, I have three things to say because you hit on three different spots. The, first, the last thing that you just talked about was actually something I learned in my medical ethics class. If you had one child exceeding, an, a, 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 you had a disabled child and a, a regular child, one child was exceeding in, 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 in a city, that, but the disabled child wasn't. And if you moved the child, the disabled child to the city that it would exceed in, but the other child would just be normal, would you do it? That's like a medical ethics question. It's medical ethics right there. Um, I love that class, by the way. The second thing that I wanted to say was, imagine all lives matter. It's a pie, just like Brandon says, okay? If all lives matter, so you got trans, black, Asian, you know, women, everything. But if one of those things doesn't fit in, like one of those things doesn't matter, you just like exclude that in the all lives matter, then no, not all lives do matter, okay? Because you're excluding one group and the whole, all lives matter. So it doesn't make any sense. Also, when you go to a fundraiser for breast cancer, they'll say breast cancer awareness, breast cancer matters, you know? Like, uh, or, uh, it's not saying that other cancers aren't as bad. You don't say all cancer matters. 
because we all know all cancer matters. We all know that all cancer kills. But specifically, but people aren't protesting um, breast cancer because their dad has prostate cancer. It's right. You understand what I mean? Like, yeah, people, no, like I'm sorry. I'm just like, I just went off on that tangent. A lot of sense. Okay, go. Because uh, <laughs> we got to get to the eclipses. My fragility. And the third is forfeiting a spiritual solution. So, what this looks like is people who were normally really good at holding a spiritual container for people going through it are now freaking out. So they're like, they totally just left all their spiritual training and right. that's, uh, uh, like uh, they dropped him and they can't find them again. So they're going to these protests, they're participating in it and they're getting angrier and angrier and angrier as opposed to going to these protests to hold space, to meditate, to pray, and to lift people up and to like focus their intentions on reconciliation as opposed to getting swept up in the storm of anger. So if you consider yourself a spiritual person or a part of a spiritual community, you are beholden to represent your spiritual principles throughout your whole experience, not drop them as soon as things get chaotic, just like master healers that I know, once COVID happened, they all stayed inside. I'm like, this is what you've been training for. This all your life. This is the moment. Like Martin Luther King Jr. trained as a pastor and he went, he got his PhD in order to understand philosophy and culture and religion so that when the time came for him to stand in truth nonviolently, he could, and he would not be swayed by acts of violence. Um, I, I, I don't know what to say to that. I'm like, Brandon, soapbox, yes. Okay, so that's the three things that our spiritual people, I recognize, are doing in order to actually be having a detrimental effect to the movement. I would like, I was like, I was trying to think of a segue to talk about our eclipses. Like, so how does that play with the eclipses that are going on? I wanna say this, I was going, I'm like, I wanna forget this before I talk about the eclipses. I didn't know this, eclipses happen in the same sign all the time for the whole year, for the, for the fat year. They like, they have like, they're like uh, pairs. They have, there's like a word for it. So like all these, uh, all these, um, all the, these eclipses, go yeah, ahead. So there's eclipse seasons. So sometimes it's in the same year, but sometimes one can like, like end up in a different year. But mm -hmm. then is happening now. It's beginning now in Gemini and Sagittarius. Yep. And so it's actually our lunar eclipse that happens June 5th, this Friday in Sagittarius. Right. Okay. And it's supposed to be explosive because Sagittarius is about what Sagittarius is about world ideas, community, um, and a, like a lunar eclipse, imagine a full moon on steroids. That is what- And that's what the blood moon is. Yeah, is that a blood moon? Are we on a blood moon? Okay, this, blood. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, lunar eclipses are always blood moons. Oh, really? Speaking of twilight, fuck. Uh, and there will be blood. There, yeah, there will be blood on this Friday. Um, so um, they're like, they're, uh, these eclipses, we're not going to really talk about it in this episode. Um, we're going to talk about it in the next episode. But it's um, they activate our north and south nodes. Right. Like, like these are like these are the drama queens. Eclipses are like big drama queens. You'll either get new beginnings or fast endings. Like everything right. is happening faster at an accelerated pace. So you might in Sagittarius, you might uh, like the full like the lunar eclipse. You might end a friendship. You might end a relationship. You might start a relationship, you might start a new job, you know, like things that are kind of taking their time will be sped up. Like it's like, it's like they're going to like just cut out and um, do that. Um, the June 5th oh. one is, um, it's, uh, da, 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 uh, um, it, it's also curious, like, like, you know, like they're like, um, sorry, Gemini, is a, it's, a, it's the Gemini season, so they're kind of curious and they're chatty, okay? But Sagittarius is kind of adventurous, so they're kind of curious. 
So I can only, so they're, they're going to be pushing. It's going to be pushing our boundaries. It's going to be pushing our, our comfort level. Right. And to add yeah. to that, we have several power planets in retrograde. So Thanks. nothing ah. is able to move forward cohesively. And one of the most common planets that we will feel because it's a personal planet is Venus. Oh, and people liken Venus to love, money, beauty, aesthetics, harmony. But at the grander scale, mm -hmm. represents what we value. Oh, I didn't realize that. So what do we value? What are, what are we valuing? What do we put our value in? And, um, and this will come to play. And it will be confusing because it's retrograde. So we're rethinking what we value. And so there's going to be a lot of flip-flopping because we're rethinking. And it's in Gemini. And Gemini has the capacity to hold a yes and a no at the same time. That's why they can be considered two-faced, but they're not often two-faced. They're just like, oh, I see yes, and I also see no, because it's the twins. One can see one, one can see the other. And like Darren said, it's very verbose. They, Geminis like to chat, like to communicate, and, and since Sagittarius is a fire sign that likes mm -hmm. to risk, Mm -hmm. we are going to experience communication that will be volatile. Mm. Um, I want to add this. Um, the last diarrhea. Oh, what did you say? Diarrhea. <laughs> um, um, what I want, I, I, I want, I'm going to talk about, I love the girls, the Astro Twins. And I shared this with Brandon in a text the other day that the last time that we had our Gemini and um, this is not about eclipses, but it's kind of cute. Gemini and Sagittarius moved into our North and South node. The last time that happened, the trade centers w went down because Gemini, two being two buildings, was burning down the fire sign Sagittarius. Boom, right? And who is a Gemini that's in a prominent position, Darren? Uh, Donald Trump. And so he's gonna feel the heat. And, and we talked about him potentially being hospitalized this summer. Mm -hmm. Right, and then the thing is, now since the Twin Towers fell, what happened recently with the Black Lives Movement? The Twin Cities was burning. Yeah. So two, so, so you have to understand, I'm like, I'm not gonna take credit for thinking this because it's the Astro Twins that actually tweeted this, but I will say, like, if you haven't followed them, you should be following them, but it makes sense. Like, everything that is happening to us, I don't care if you believe in astrology or not, or as I've been called out because I was trying to stand up for Black Trans Lives Matter, I am only into physics, not psychics, and astronomy, not astrology. So, so let's let's make sure that everything in life kind of actually has a blueprint. Like that's what astrology is. To me, it's a blueprint. It's not saying that this is going to happen, but it's kind of giving you the answers in a grander scheme of things. Yes. So interesting <laughs> around. Um, this movement and the lunar eclipse that will be happening is yes okay the way lunar eclipses uh happen um mm -hmm. is that the moon looks in front of the sun yes and it it literally emanates the earth's shadow right meaning meaning Literally and figuratively, the red tone of the blood moon will illuminate the shadows of our world. Ooh, kind of like Chromatica? In war. I have to say Chromatica. I have to bring it up Chromatica. Can we all just go to Chromatica? Yeah, Chromatica um, is amazing. If you want to hear my spiritual, mystic, and COVID and Black Lives Matter rundown of why Chromatica is necessary, pandemic panacea for spiritual yeah. um, progression, then catch my podcast. When? You didn't send me that episode yet. I wanted to listen to it. Because I haven't loaded it, but I will send it to you. And I, you. Will, I will actually be pushing my release date forward. 
So I'm no, gonna wait a minute. You're moving it from you're moving it from June 17th to when? To this week. I'm gonna release two this week because they talk they're talking about current events and they need to be addressed. Oh my god, you know, I was actually filming, I haven't told you this. I've been filming a spelling the D episode, and it's all about because June's gay pride month. And we were I was going to talk about how pride would not exist without black trans women, Marsha B Marsha P. Johnson. Oh. Okay. So when you think that this is not involving you, look at your history. Look at who you are. Look at what's going on. Oh, yeah. You know? The LGBTQ community has been at the forefront of uh, movements. For instance, most people might not know that Martin Luther King Jr.'s right-hand man was- I love this. Rustin, a gay black man. Not only was he the right-hand man, he was the one who went to India to train under the Gandhian nonviolence uh, technique. He brought that back and he worked with Martin Luther King to develop the rhetoric and the technique and the strategy to implement that. And Baird Rustin was the one who organized the March on Washington that was like the rallying cry for everyone. So exactly. Oh, 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 so we watched, um, I know that, I think that you were on the uh, live with the Astro Twins yesterday when they were talking about, this is the year of breath. And I, I love, oh, oh, it, it got me through yesterday. Okay. It literally, it literally was just like, this is like everything. Think about it. COVID was talking about, oh, you know, we couldn't breathe. We couldn't breathe in 2020. And then what was, what was George Floyd's last words? I can't breathe. Yeah. He wanted, he, and so it's about the year of the breath to stop and take a breath in 2020 to reframe. Think about it. We have six planets in retrograde from starting by the end of June, we will have six planets. Yeah. Um, and our famous Mercury in uh, retrograde starts shadowing today and my phone's already fucked up. But I wanted to say, someone did mention this and I didn't catch it because I know that you were on the live too. Someone said that George Floyd's birthday was May 22nd and the numbers, there was something, there was something really interesting about the day that he was uh, born. Well, it's interesting because Gemini is the cardinal air sign, meaning, I mean, it's a mutable air sign, which means, no, sorry guys, it's the cardinal, why am I getting this confused? It it's is cardinal. a cardinal air sign, which means that it is the first air sign of the zodiac. And the first thing people do when they it's, are born is they take their first breath. George Floyd was talking about he couldn't breathe and Gem he's a Gemini, which Gemini's is ruled by air and- And lungs. Well, the lungs. Yes, it's the lungs that they, that's the, that's the body part that Gemini's own is the lungs. Yeah. So this is, so this is like- And COVID affects and attacks the lungs and it's airborne, which is, you know, it's all pointing to this season, Gemini. And then I wouldn't be surprised if we had another resurgence in Libra season. Oh yeah, because it's an another air sign. resurgence in Aquarius season. Because, and we will also feel a lot of this in the fire sign. So Aries um, is when- yeah the COVID outbreak got really ramped up. And right. then we're gonna experience a lot of BS in August for the fixed air sign, I mean, fixed fire sign. And then Sagittarius. Quarantine, Sagittarius is going to have- Blow things up. At the end of the year. We're gonna have where, things blow up. Where are the North nodes and South node? Where's the North node and South node? In air and fire. Right. So, but I, I kind of wanted to say this. Um, our friend, um, uh, he mentioned this, and we've been talking about this too, that there is going to be something that we're going to be on lockdown again, right before the election. And we, he, he talked about this with us. And um, the water signs, because I'm a water sign, I like, to, I like to add the water in there too, um, that that's when the emotion is felt. You remember, like, we, like, people get really into their emotions. So we have cancer coming up after Gemini. So cancer is all about like, they're very nurturing, but they're all over the place. They're very like, 
crabby. They're like, the, they're the most, emo- I think <laughs> no, they are. They're the most emotional. I know, I get it. I got it. You know, you saw what I did there. Um, um, and and they, they're the most emotional to me, the astrology side. They're like the most emotional. Then you get Scorpio and Scorpio is pissed. Scorpio is a stinger. Insane that the cancers are the most emotional we're going to get letters from cancers heartbroken that we're calling them emotional that's okay i'm a cancer right i'm a cancer moon i'm a can so i can say i'm emotional because i'm a i'm a i'm a scorpio and scorpios are are been like we're not mean but we we're like we will fight we were like you cannot put us in a corner you cannot tell us what to do because we're a fixed side so if the elections don't happen in libra season because of the air you know what I mean? The Scorpio, us Scorpios or just people that are feeling Scorpion are going to be like, you can't do this to us. We're going to fight, which is going to cause the fire sign Sagittarius after us to cause a big blow up. And that's, that's that. No, that's perfectly put. And it's, and after that is Capricorn, which puts things back together, tries to put things back together. But we also have to talk about Go. how this all started. <laughs> many moons ago. Many, literally, many moons ago, probably like, probably like four full moons ago, <laughs> we had the rare, one of the rarest conjunctions ever. Pluto, oh, Saturn, and Jupiter. I don't like that. Pluto, Saturn, and Jupiter launched us into a new world, January 12th. And they're going to... Meet up again. Yeah, the, the Jupiter and Pluto, I believe, are going to meet up again. And guess what day that is? What? June twenty fifth, the day, the day of the end of Venus retrograde. So there you go. And what? Um, and Pluto is water, Jupiter is fire. But most importantly, they set into motion a new era because Saturn and Pluto are slower moving. So their effects are longer, um, like years long. Um, oh, yeah. Fuck. And when they got together, when they became conjunct, Jupiter came in there, and Jupiter expands everything. And so the it's deal... It's like Grow. Yep. Uh, Saturn is... Destroyed. Well, Saturn's correct. Wants to discuss and deal with, mm-hmm. po- like, current bureaucracy, right. structures and order so and pluto pluto wants hidden to, secrets hidden secrets death and rebirth and it wants to burn the village down to start anew and quite important most importantly it wants to it wants to light everyone's ass up Ooh. with the, <laughs> with the <laughs> notion of I want this power. I want this power. So not only is Pluto telling us who has the power and who we, can we take the power from, but Pluto and Saturn are also going head to head, the two most dominant male ass, uh, male planets saying, I'm in charge, which is law and order, or I'm in charge, which is um, a revolution and rebe- rebellion, Pluto. Law and order SVU, SUV. S- law and order S- whatever. Uh, I was waiting. I was waiting for that facial expression. Brandon always has one facial expression with me. Like I, he did not just say that. He just did not say that. Well, you can see that facial expression on the uh, thumbnail that we will be posting on Instagram. To oh, our- so you're going to be coming up with that? You're going to be coming up with that thumbnail? <laughs> no, you. We took the picture already. No, I didn't take the picture. Oh. On the hike? No, you had that picture. Oh, I thought I sent it to you. No, you never sent me any pictures of the hikes that we went on. Sorry, excuse us why Lucy and Ethel tried to remember what happened. Uh, more, more Jack and Karen. More Jack I, and Karen. I can remember um, everything that's like an important fact and figure about the world. Can't remember what I did two hours ago. Can't remember. And I can, and I can remember everything that I have ate and did two hours ago and everybody else's around me but I can't remember actual facts. Like, you're like, Darren, that's not fact. And I'm like, but you know what is fact? That you did eat a thin bar uh, <laughs> two hours ago. And, you're like, and I'm like, what? Okay, we are completely off topic. I know we are. Running out of time. So you got to do a prayer. But just know 
that we still have to talk about the how the North Node and the South Node are having uh, as like having insane aspects during this time. Mm-hmm. But we can't get into it today until the next episode, and where we're going to talk about the last two as uh, the last two eclipses. For that, what did you did I say asses? The last two asses of the the last two eclipses that are going to happen on June twenty first, twentieth and twenty first, which is a solar eclipse, totally different than the lunar eclipse. Okay, and then the last, the next one is when. Speaking of big boom and shock, July fifth. So, boom. Well, yeah. Um, we're gonna have fireworks after the fireworks, y'all. Okay, and then we are going to like oh, by how the, I, go by the way. Prediction. We won't have the normal July. Fourth of July celebration. Yeah, there probably won't be any fireworks. No, there won't because people will, will have too many bombs going off in the world right now. And um, there'll be too many protests. Yeah, there'll be so many because people. I'm telling y'all, Darren, this is not even close to over. This is not go. This is not even close. So I'm like, I'm just like, okay, like, but. You know, I feel like to end this, to bring them down peacefully, I always love to listen to Brandon's healing prayers. And I love to put him on the spot because whether it be on a spot or not on a spot, he's really good at what he does. So um, uh, like now he's got to like, oh, like get, get fixed up, put on your makeup, put on your face, girl, put on your face. Okay, there, did you bring that with you? Okay. Okay, so I'm going to let it go. I'm like, I'm not going to let it go because that's like frozen. Let it, I've already let it rip a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone, if you feel called to and it's within your belief system, I will do a blessing for the world. So just take the time to tap into what you reach out to as your highest power, whether it's your higher self, the universe, God, love, divine creation, and just turn to that in this moment and I say dear higher power interestingly enough we are so grateful that we are living in this time we are grateful that you trust those who are experiencing this to handle it with care and to transform it into something useful Mm. We offer up any fear, anger, resentment that might be blocking us from seeing the truest path to seeing the quickest way to resolution. And we ask that you allow those who aren't participating or acknowledging the movement and the plight that Black Americans have gone through We ask that you illuminate the truth for them, that their hearts might soften and that their minds might alter to begin to see clearly and to begin to have empathy for those who are suffering. Thank you, Divine Creator, for allowing us to pay honor to the lives that have been lost by police brutality, specifically with black Americans. Thank you for George Floyd. Thank you for the spiritual leaders, astrologers, mediums, healers, pastors, rabbis, amens, ministers who are all doing this work and who are not spiritually bypassing, but stepping right into the storm with the spirit of divine in them, offering assistance to those who need, offering peace in this time. Please help us to remember that we do not need to alter the world through pain. That is a choice. We have the choice to grow or to learn our lesson through pain or through peace. I understand the frustration but divine creator, speak to the hearts of those who are so afraid, who are so angry, who are so 
confused and frustrated, not knowing what to do next, deliver information to them, inspiration and vision. And for the rest of us, bless us that we might be a blessing to those in need. Inspire us that we might be able to find inspiration to know exactly what to do to help. And set us on fire, divine creator, so that we might be able to pass that torch on to those black Americans to light the way. And so it is. And so it is. And this has been another episode of Crystal Queer. Queer. We're here, we're queer, get used to it. And I we're in the black community. And everything just got a little bit queerer. <laughs> and we will see you next time, y'all. In the future. This is Brandon Kniebel, Rebel Mystic. And this is Darren Dillinger, the queer seer. Thank you for joining me. Stay tuned every Wednesday as I discuss deep issues with fascinating guests, answer life's wildest questions, make global predictions, and give you tips on how you can be an unstoppable spiritual superhero in your own universe. Make sure to follow this podcast to get notified of our latest episodes and content. You can reach me at Instagram at Brandon Kniefel and at Spiritual Superhero. To work with me or get more tools, visit www.brandonkneefel.com, brandonkneefel.com. And if you're interested in joining a powerful spiritual superhero network, visit www.houseofmystics.com. That's www.h-a-u-s. O-F-M-Y-S-T-I-C-S. Go out there and show the world something they haven't seen yet. Bye.